So from Ed Crawley, we've got Dr. Facilier's Tales from the Other Side. Ooh, he's got friends over there. Yeah, he's got friends on the other side. Dr. Facilier, the uh, bad guy from the, the kind of um, the, the the magic practitioner from mm. um, uh, from the Princess and the Frog. Yeah, the Disney. Uh, animation, the very last hand-drawn Disney animation. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, it's a historical. It's a very good movie. Yeah, it is. It. it didn't get the props it deserved, I no, guess. I saw it a few months ago, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, nice songs, um, and just a just a. It's, it's what I would describe as tight. Yeah. Like, there's very little extraneous to it. It's sort of yeah. um, it, it works. I've only watched it when I was hungover. Apart from that fucking Firefly. Yeah, well, he's been. <laughs> um, but then again, there's a long history of fireflies in, or, or insect talking insects in in Disney being annoying. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, uh, so Doctor Facilier. Yeah, I think this is cause this lends itself very much to an anthology Twilight Zone kind of thing right I suppose so I mean here's the thing for me hmm. I feel there's there's part of me that feels uncomfortable with doing the whole I've got friends on the other side thing hmm. because um, Dr. Facilier is quite obviously kind of voodoo themed hmm. but voodoo is a real religion yes yeah. so it's like um, I think we we sort of in, in this case it's just I think what we do is Dr. Facilier going around doing like seance stuff mm. talking to spirits yeah. finding out their stories and trying to help them yeah or it, like and, and what that means is he helps spirits get to the other side mm. so they owe him a deal they ah, owe him something right because he's I think we do a prequel yeah right and I think he's in big financial trouble mm. and he the only way he's gonna get money back is by is by getting bartering for deals on the other side. Yeah. Like he knows somewhere, it would be cool if there was like a treasure or something like that, right? Yeah. In this kind of. An- well, does he want- get sucked to the other side at the end of Princess and the Frog? He does. He does. Yeah. I feel like a prequel would make the more kind of like, uh, character sense. Mm. He's on the back foot, whereas friends, he, he like it feels like. He gets dragged in, into the other side. I don't know whether that means that, you know, like, he's he's racked up debts there or, like, people, they don't like him there or what have yeah. you. It's sort of... Um, uh, but... Well, I think... I think maybe... He... He, uh, he takes these tales... Yeah. Um, ...from the other side and uh, and uses them in a book deal... Okay, and uh, and the spirits are then angry. <laughs> so it's it's kind of it, we we kind of have a um, a John Edward style uh, medium thing, yes, where he gets famous for being a medium, yeah, uh, and but he he tabloidizes a lot of their stories, yeah, plays up the manner of their death. Mm. bringing sort of shame to some of their families mm. and so suddenly like on the other side they're, 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 they're uh, plotting against him yeah they start they start plotting against him so and... at the end of uh, Princess and the Frog he's like oh god well, I've made some pretty bad decisions <laughs> exactly exactly made some pretty bad deals with, with <laughs> literary agents yep <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So it's a kind of it's a kind of Breaking Bad story then. I, I am I am very very much aware of the mundanity of this story. <laughs> like the fact that he's he's a magician. Yeah. He does black magic. Yeah. And he turns a woman into a frog. Yeah. And yet 
here we are here we are on the road about a book deal (laughs) i mean i feel like it would be kind of fun to do a little breaking bad situation Mm. where he starts out as a normal sort of like uh medium Mm. he's 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 a spirit like he's he's kind of like oh i put you in touch with your your loved one so they can say their final farewell or whatever Mm. and then he gets this one little juicy breadcrumb because he's he's losing his house or whatever he's losing his you know he he owes money to someone yeah so he starts killing people he starts killing people yeah yeah all right dexter to 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 then to then only do the seance (laughs) (laughs) why does that help him there are enough dead people well, like, this is the thing. He's 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 going to torture them first, right? Sort of to to know their backstory and what they regretted in life, right? And then and then because magic doesn't exist, he then he then sort of he does he does his Derek Akora thing, right? Where, he, or um, I, I think in uh, uh, in America it's the Warrens, probably the most famous the f- most famous case. Okay, um, the Warrens. I think they're in The Conjuring. The, the the couple who go from uh, like haunted house to haunted house, sort of saying this house is haunted. Okay. Um, even though it's not, <laughs> it's like this house is no trust us. This house is very haunted. Give us your money. This house is spooky, actually. Yeah, the, yeah. the Amityville Horror, I think, is is them. Um, I don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah, at all. I I listened to one podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I kind of I kind of feel like. Uh, to sp- I-, I think we want to do a kind of Breaking Bad thing, except mm. the instead of making drugs, yeah. the thing he is uniquely positioned to do is actually talk to spirits. Yeah, like <laughs> not, um, not kill people and torture them. And, I, I don't. I don't. I think we're gonna have some magical realism here, Matt. And by magical realism, you mean, I mean there's no magic at all. There's no magic all at realism. all. It's all realism. <laughs> I don't think that's good enough for a prequel to a Disney movie. Yeah. It's uh, I I think I think films like Exodus have kind of ruined magic for me because it's like in Exodus it yeah. takes it takes the biblical plagues and makes them like realistic outcomes mm. of something that Moses has done right uh, so like he he burns he burns like the fields and stuff near mm. the Nile that then kills all the, all the stuff that comes down the Nile for the for the crocodiles to eat so the crocodiles start eating themselves yeah the 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 Nile then runs red with the blood of the crocodile it's all it was a knock on effect right. and there's only some weird magic in it but it's <laughs> it's like like him him talking to a burning bush and the bush talking back is still in is still oh, in okay, Exodus okay. it's not just a man hiding in the bush yeah <laughs> Moses I am God yes don't don't look in the corner of this cave. Look at the bush. And then go away. I'm very hot. I need to leave. <laughs> ah, Moses! <laughs> just someone, just someone in, the, in a bush trying to end the conversation as quickly as possible because... Yeah, 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 I'm God. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so when, whenever I see magic in a sort of weird, realistic sen- setting, I'm always just like... Right, how would science explain this? <laughs> how would I, science explain him like stepping through magical doors in his song? And, yeah, like, yeah. Know, turning someone into a frog. Yeah, it's all an illusion. How does science explain that? Yeah, and it's it's a really weird like I can't sort of let it go. 
kind because, of thing. Because in, in that case, if it was all an illusion, the only mm. rational explanation would be that this is actually Breaking Bad and he's he's got psychedelic drugs yeah. uh, on hand. Um, exactly. But no, I think this is real. I think I think we've got to have a, a, some nice magic in yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. And I, I can't look past it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be torturing people. <laughs> it's Keith David with a with a butterfly knife, just like <laughs> stuck in the middle with you on the uh, on the radio. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure Princess and the Frog is twenties, right? It's... Yeah, something like that. <laughs> very jazz jazz age yeah 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 the whole uh, the whole song where she's talking about getting a restaurant that's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all uh, <laughs> I think the song is I want to I want to make a restaurant right yeah do yeah. you want to make a restaurant that one yeah yeah play jazz all the time but nobody yeah. nobody saw it so they could just reuse it for Frozen exactly yeah. exactly yet another Reused asset from from Disney is you know we had Baloo yeah and, uh, <laughs> and Christopher Robin yeah yep. yeah all sorts of stuff Baloo yeah. and Christopher Robin them sharing <laughs> that's that's not the one that's not the one I mean yeah you know where you know where Christopher Robin like brushes up against the tree to try and get to try and scratch his back remember that one yeah yeah I remember that. <laughs> I remember the bit where Christopher Robin just sort of lays down in a river for for a while. Yeah. <laughs> singing the bare necessities. Um, do, do you remember do you remember when um uh, do you remember when uh, Mowgli uh, kisses Shere Khan's ring <laughs> and takes all the all the jewels off I it? I do remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. It's uh, what we're referencing here, listeners, is, is Blue and Little John from Robin Hood are the same, uh, they, the same they, animation. They they use in in some scenes the same animation. Same with Christopher Robin and Mowgli. Mowgli. Yeah. Um, uh, if you see Mowgli jump, walking and jumping across a log. Mm. Um, uh, sort of like walking along plodding like a little child like they are um, mm. that animation is the same there's loads of them reused animations across Disney um, Disney oh, like a sort of just pre-Renaissance Disney I, th- I think uh, no no it's um, sort of golden age Disney it would be like oh yeah when it was well golden age Disney in, in, in some, insofar as they were struggling for money yeah <laughs> it's uh you, I'm talking. Um, well, the era, the era that those 60s, films came out. Sixties, yeah. Disney, yeah, isn't it? It's uh, the era that Jungle Book came out. The era that that uh, Robin Hood came out. The yeah. era that, like, uh, yeah, that's. One hundred and one Dalmatians and Aristocats are in that as well. Aristocats yeah. is like the end of that era, yeah. I think. Um, um, but like, yeah, we're referencing that. Yeah, listen to Serious Disney. They've got it all covered. Yeah, they know all about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this show suddenly becoming serious business? I don't it's, know. Uh, the more the more Disney centric things we do, the more the more fascinating <laughs> Disney becomes. Um, so where, where were you? I, I don't know. You had a Doctor Facilier Dexter crossover, I think. Yeah, yeah. He kills people. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's a live action remake. Okay, of yeah, course. Yeah, it yeah is. it's Keith David's it's doing Keith David. real killings. Yeah, yeah. Keith David's amazing, eh? I just want to talk a bit about how good Keith David. He's is. just in everything, and in everything he never misses a beat of yeah. being great. Yeah, yeah. Even in uh, They Live, he's uh, he's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's, he's <laughs> that movie is not good, but he, <laughs> he is great. 
Were you thinking of the fight scene? Uh, yeah. Who could well, forget? I'm thinking of the entire movie, Tom. <laughs> the entire movie is dross, but it's he's a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. No, everyone in that movie is a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. to watch. It's just a terrible movie. Yeah. Although, I, I, yeah, I have a lot of You can like bad movies. It's, it's, it's allowed. It's, it's, allowed it's beautiful. Bad movies, it's yeah. a beautiful movie. Um but yeah, I think it, I think it's an anthology, yeah, Disney Plus show, isn't it? Where sure. every week it's a different, uh, it's a different spirit or something that he talks to yeah, gets yeah, their yeah. story. Their story is hand drawn, animated. Yeah, so we get all the hand drawn. It's sort of playing, playing a homage to the fact that the Princess and the Frog is the last hand drawn animation. Yes, yes, hand drawn animation in different styles as yeah. well. And we we have to dredge up other animation studios because Disney doesn't have those anymore no. uh, but what, one is Studio Ghibli <laughs> yeah what? oh each, each episode is a different yeah. indie hand drawn animation studio yeah yeah it's Studio Ghibli not that Ghibli got... is indie but yeah. no. <laughs> we've got the um, uh, it is Ghibli isn't it yeah because it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I read the because uh, I, I was like is it Ghibli or Ghibli and I read the uh, Katakana for it, and that was like, oh right, that that is just genuinely how you pronounce it then, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghibli. Um, but um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Studio Ghibli, the people who did uh, Song of the Sea, sure, uh, uh, the the Irish animation house. I can't yeah. remember what they're called. They're really good. We get the um, uh, the Rick and Morty people who I think also draw Star Trek Lower Decks. There's just little Ooh. bit too much crossover with the styles there that, yeah, I, that makes me feel like... I know there is one by Dan Harmon coming out with the same animation house oh really it's it's Rick and Morty without Justin Roiland I think mm. uh, oh that's better and it looks <laughs> <laughs> is it though <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the guy I, like <laughs> I used to but now I'm just like mm. <laughs> you're a bit weird guy yeah um, but um yeah, just uh, the Rick and Morty animation. I forgot about them. Mm. Um, Family Guy. Oh. The Simpsons. Oh, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's leave that. <laughs> One American animation house is enough. <laughs> One is stop motion animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. We get the uh, the Kubo guys. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched that? Do we watch that together? Uh, Kubo yes. and the Two Strings. We did, and I fell asleep. Ah, uh, because I was a real tired boy. Yeah. Uh, well, you should watch that again because yeah. it's a really good movie. It's, um, from what I saw, it was amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, then we get Pixar in for fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pixar, they're, they're just just round the round the corner. Yeah. Uh, the people who did Over the Moon. Yeah. Sure. Why not? So Pixar. <laughs> Pixar. Uh, <laughs> Pixar, but tastier Netflix's, looking. Ne- <laughs> Pixar, but. Mm, that looks I want to eat. I want to eat nine out of ten characters in this movie. <laughs> Watch Over the Moon. You'll understand what I mean. <laughs> I don't and, think any and, of those characters are in any way edible as well. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You're going to think really poorly of me for the first 45 minutes of that movie. Yeah. When I say that you want to eat 9 out of 10 characters in that movie, you are going to think, what is it? What is Matt? Yeah, he's, he's 100% cannibal. Matt is, a, is an army hammer wannabe, <laughs> right? But no. No, no. No, wait. I am not. Wait until they get to the moon. Yeah, wait until they... Wait, just the spoilers they get to the moon. Yeah. Then 
everyone is edible yeah. <laughs> which is i would say most of the movie and most of the characters in the movie therefore it logically <laughs> i can logically conclude that nine yeah. out of ten characters in uh, in um over the over moon, the moon uh, are are chomp worthy yeah and and it's i don't think i don't think they are like actually edible though it is it is very much a Tide Pod situation. I feel like a few of them, at least... I feel like a lot of them... It might be a Tide Pod situation. You might be right. Yeah. But I do feel like there is a sort of element of, like... They show you those mooncakes at the start. Yeah. And I feel like some of them have, like, the little babies. You know, the yeah. little sort of... The sort of disc creatures mm. that kind of look after uh, like Chongo. Mooncakes. Um, they look like mooncakes. Yeah. Which suggests to me that they're edible. The thing is those mooncakes in those movies don't, they're like the least edible thing in the film. Yeah, there's loads of really good meat and stuff though. Yeah. There's loads oh, of yeah. really good food in that movie. Oh, oh my, just watch the movie. Yeah, it's a real it's a real <laughs> real tearjerker of a movie. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's great. Um so that's the end of Dr. Facilier. I mean, we've pitched it anyway. Every, yeah. Every every week is a new thing. It's 100% deleted scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, right, card counting, mm. right, gets get you kicked out of casinos. Yeah. You were just playing the game well. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what annoys me. Yeah. It, it just... Um, it, it just... You're just playing the game well. You yeah. just... Noticing what cards are coming up. What are you meant to do? I mean, you're, what you're playing you're, blackjack. What you're meant to do is is be completely at the whims of chance. <laughs> like, I don't think I could play blackjack and not do that. Any casinos listening, just who I, I don't think I want to go to any casinos in general. I but... don't. I don't think you could play blackjack and do that. Yeah, I think it's a very, very difficult. It thing is a very do. difficult thing, but some some part of your mind is going right. All oh, these cards have come up already. Yeah, no, that's that's like, fine. It's just that that one method particularly yeah. leads to such a high over under that yeah. they they engage. It's not like illegal. Yeah, it's they engage there we can choose not to serve you anymore yeah yeah um so if you're too good at a game they will kick you off basically <laughs> i hate casinos for that yeah it's just like the, the fact that they found a broken game that can be gamed yeah. and then chose not to change the game is the best just part maybe of make it all look casinos but i believe that they now um change decks regularly that's because they've got shuffling machines now in yeah. every table so they just go like okay we're, we're you know 15 cards in and just get a new one out that, that makes it so much better like, I, I agree with that <laughs> yeah I agree because it's it's completely taking out any form of yeah like control over the game yeah you're now which, just doing your your roulette yeah craps thing. yeah yeah which I, I I completely agree you can't be good at either of those yeah because like it like kicking people out for being good at a card game mm. is Terrible! Like yeah. it's it's just like yeah, you're losing money, but you shouldn't be fucking playing the game. <laughs> so she's following into Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To go off on my rant on uh, on card counting. Yeah. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.